Mercedes is creeping back into the championship as Max takes victory. Carlos Sainz impresses as Leclerc takes himself out. And me and Ruben completely disregard Wellington. Let's jump the start. What's up, everybody? Welcome in Jump to Start Racing Podcast. My name is Wellington. I'm here with two of my closest friends. Ruben, how are you doing? What's going on, guys? Yeah, see? You know how I'm doing. Great. Okay. Guys, before we jump into it, I want to make sure to mention <laughs> our socials. At Jump to Start F1 for Twitter and Instagram. Wow, it didn't even take like 10 seconds for you guys to... <laughs> No, we're not laughing at you. I'm laughing at you. No, it's just, you know, some questions aren't at this point. We know what happened this week. The throttle? Yeah. yeah. (laughs) I'm sorry. Go ahead. Add Jump to Start F1 on Twitter and Instagram. Follow us, please. Follow us, please. Make sure to uh, just interact. You know, we've been a little more active on the Twitters, on the uh, Instagrams. Please also make sure, if you're listening, make sure to leave us a review. That's the way that we are found by other F1 fans. Listenership is going up, but, you know, get the word out there. Yeah. Thank you. Yes. Thank you, first and foremost. I want to just take, you know, it's it's a beautiful summer weekend. Ruben, how was your weekend, my man? Too short. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> too short. Definitely too short. Uh, yes, how about yourself, man? I had a phenomenal weekend. Oh, thanks for the invite. Um, mm. <laughs> phenomenal weekend. Uh Went right. out on the Hudson River. Wow. Uh, Did you swim in Ate some tacos on a boat. Wow. Whoa. Uh, selfies? South Street Seaport. Wow. Selfies? Well, I got plenty of selfies. Looks mm-hmm. like Instagram. Wee. Wee. <laughs> but there was a sore spot. What? We'll get to that later. We will. But actually, before we get into that type of stuff, I, I have a question for you, Ruben. A very direct question. You need to actually answer this with a... You need to pick one side. It can't be a, a why not or like the typical Ruben type answers, right? <laughs> so you don't want me to be me. I want you to give me an answer. <laughs> <laughs> right, Hansi? He doesn't want to be me, to be me. So what's less reliable? Ferrari wow. in general, like their strategy, mm-hmm. their engine, like it's, uh, as we've seen across this season. Or Yancey when he says he's going to join us for a race. <laughs> I can't even answer that. They're both. I, I just told you that you got to answer. Uh, at this at this moment right now, Yancey. Yeah, Yancey, when he says he's going to go watch a race, yeah. he's... And actually argue with us, of course I'm going to get up. I'm going to be up. Yeah, We're he's going. less reliable than Ferrari. You heard it here first, people. I was up. Okay. But you promised to watch the race. From the comfort of his bed. <sighs> I guess he was with us in spirit, right? Yeah. It's not my fault. My weekends are not short. That's true. So they're long. So you can't fit the race in on a long weekend. No, they're doing other things. Okay. Not watching Ferrari. Selfies on a boat. Selfies Fail on again. So on that note, Yancy, I had themselves to, in the foot. I had to launch the missile. Shoot raviolis through their head or whatever you want to call it. <laughs> Pen and pasta. You load that in. Pen pasta, yeah. Um, so for the French Grand Prix, I'm glad I didn't go. As far as news going into the weekend, Carlos Sainz and Kevin Magnussen taking engine penalties. This is just a symptom of the, the, si- the sickness. 
What's up? The signs were still coming. Yeah, yeah. We no pun intended, right? Yeah, the after signs. after his engine blew up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So uh, again, it's one of the symptoms of the disease with the whole team, the whole. I guess uh, uh, manufacturing group since Kevin Magnuson's affected as well. Um, didn't really seem to hurt that that much. So does this mean he's already passed the three engines because he took a penalty? Yes. I mean, I don't know, but he uh, you have to run okay, a certain sure anyway everything else is going wrong you have to run a certain <laughs> amount of en- uh, races <laughs> you have to run a certain amount of races with some of those comp- like the engine the gearbox you mm-hmm. have to run a certain amount of races so i i think that that is the- that's a good question but well, i'll find i'll find research for the next for the next one i'll say it <sighs> no you're right science was already due to drop 10 places on the grid after exceeding his quota of power unit control electronics on friday but wow. you asking about Magnuson? Or? But we'll no, I was asking about signs mainly. But we'll now drop to the back row of the grid after Ferrari fitted a new engine, turbocharger, MGUK, and MGUH to his car ahead of a final practice on Saturday. Uh, so any new engine is going to be a penalty. Murphy's Law. What can go wrong? Yes, we'll go wrong. We'll go wrong. Kevin Magnuson, he's playing with house money, right? Yeah. He's already... He's doing awesome. He's doing way. great, and he continues to do great. Um... Anything else to mention as far as engine penalties? No. No. All right. Next item. Upgrades. Ferrari brings a new floor. And Mercedes brings a bunch of upgrades. They didn't get too specific, but we saw pictures of the nose and the front wing being changed to help assist with getting cooling into the car itself. And the nose for the driver. Yeah, that's what I said. Nose first. No, no, but the nose for the driver. Those. The what? The nose. That's actually little. They were sideways before. Now they're standing up. The two little, I guess, nostril. You could say the nose. What the air goes to the driver? I'm, I'm just saying if it was. Wow. Okay. I don't think it does. But, gotcha. well, but, you know. Who knows? No, but it's uh, it's interesting to see. All feelings, no facts today. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I see that. It's interesting to see. Uh, While Red Bull has been quiet because they brought so many upgrades at the start that Ferrari has kind of been a little more consistent and more of a steady pace as far as bringing upgrades. And we've seen Mercedes start to churn some out now and they've really starting to get a handle on the porpoising. Cost cap is working, right? We're starting to see some of the some of the cars not only just even out, but some of the guys that are bringing upgrades now start to look even better than the teams that had upgrades before. Yeah, it uh, but it um it looks like it's working more for the midfield than the top teams. Uh it's obviously Ferrari despite the problems. I mean I, mean, I feel like the top, yeah. it, it really worked for them this week. What are you talking about? The floor. For, the, the new floor. The, oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but it's but again it says these are things that have already been in the pipeline. It's not something that they're gonna. It's not gonna. They're not gonna keep developing that. But yeah, it is bringing the teams closer. Um, you can say that Ferrari was quicker than the Red Bull this week. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Despite the issues. Um, so yeah, it is working. You're right, but I, I think it's working more for the midfield teams than it is for the top. Teams. What do you mean by that? Meaning that you're you're seeing more of a you're seeing more of the midfield teams bunch up together 
and the top teams seem to be running away with it. Um, the next closest team to Ferrari or Red Bull would be a Mercedes. They were still well off the pace. Yeah, but you don't expect a, a midfield team to upgrade and then challenge a top team. They're only fighting amongst each other, right? I think that would be the goal, to be honest with you. Uh, but that's years down the line. That's not something now. you know. But I think that would be the goal. The, the goal would be that you can have uh, somebody other than a Mercedes, Red Bull, or Ferrari fighting at the top. So maybe like a McLaren or an Aston Martin, you know, or or even a Haas would be nice if they can fight for a podium. Due to like the legitimately fight for a podium due to the, the cost cap. To the cost cap, yeah. I think that that because then now you're getting again what we're trying to avoid is the same teams winning a race or a podium on getting a podium in a race all the time. You know, for the most part, what you're seeing is that it's either a Mercedes a Red Bull or a Ferrari on the podium. You want to see, you know, more teams actually get to first, you know, to a sec, to a third or second spot. Not necessarily winning the race, but at least having a chance for a podium every weekend. I think what you what you said, you know, when you first started talking, saying that that's years down the lo down the line, it could be. Yeah. As a as a budget cap pushes people to start shifting around as well. Because mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure these engineers and stuff—they're not cheap. No, so they're going to start shifting to other teams and so that would, you know, for the money. Yeah, and they're going to bring their ideas to that team, and the team follows. Well, much like the same way for a bunch of Ferrari engineers shifted over to Haas, and yeah. like, and Haas actually has a set space separate for them now at Maranello. Yeah, so. nice. Mm -hmm. So you'll see that, and I think, I mean, again, it, it'll. You can see. Uh, you can see that it's working and it's it's taking effect, but in order for us to get that desired effect, I think, well, for me personally, the desired effect would be that you have different teams fighting for podiums or second places, not just best of the rest. Um, I think that would be the ideal situation for for um, for Formula One, where you can um, have more people fighting for those top spots. Imagine you get a season where you where you have like four or five teams fighting for a race win or even a podium. Tell me that wouldn't be great. Hell yeah. Especially in Formula One. Yes. They deserve it too. Somebody that's not fighting for anything, maybe for his life, <laughs> his Formula One life. Daniel Ricardo addressed F1 future speculation I'm glad, saying... I'm glad you cleared that up. Formula One life. Okay, go ahead. Saying... <laughs> That straight from the horse's mouth, he's not leaving. He's sticking around Formula One. He's sticking around with McLaren. That there's been a lot of speculation, but that he's not going anywhere. Um, he says, of course, I would love to just be on top all the time, whatever. But the feeling I get is still real, even through these lows. The, the belief and everything that I got, as soon as the emotion and that wave of frustration blow over, give you 10 minutes, half hour, whatever. I'm then like, once I reset, like, yeah, I still want this. So... That's cool. One side wants it. We talk about this often. Pulled the wolf of Wall Street. I'm not leaving. He's not leaving. <laughs> He's not leaving. He doesn't want to leave. Shouldn't leave. There's a lot of talent coming up behind them, though. No, Hold stop. the door. If he doesn't... He's he's improved. He looks more comfortable in the car. Two points finishes in a row. Two weekends in a row. Well, yeah, two 
weekends in a row or race weekends in a row. But he still ain't beating Lando. No, not even close. So if you're not beating Lando, are you not you're not going to be destined for a top team? What are you going to be destined for? Maybe a midfield team that's looking for a leader, a team leader, or a back marker that's looking for a team leader. That's where he's at now. But can he be? Can he really be a team leader if at this very moment in time you're at McLaren at a midfield team and you can't beat a younger teammate? You're a seven-time race winner, more experienced, uh, Monaco Grand Prix race winner as well. Uh, yeah. It's tough for my McLaren right now. The headline going into the race was that he's determined. He's determined to make a change, determined to get better. Ninth place. Lando uh, seventh. He's the tough one. It's the same. They actually got the same result this race that they did back at the Red Bull ring in Austria, seventh and ninth. He wasn't way off. Ricardo. I mean, Ricardo wasn't way off of Lando, but he's still not beating his teammate. Lando mm-hmm. Norris, 70 points. Daniel Ricardo, 14. 19. 19. <laughs> 19. We'd love to see, I mean, the qualifying head-to-head to see what that's at. I think there's so many issues with that with the car right now. It would be tough to see them just beating, you know, for to see Ricardo beating Lando. I think if, you, if you're looking to some of the videos over the weekend, I think that's the car that's jumping the most right now, or purposing, whatever they want to call it. Now, you know, that's like this. Plus, it's the car is not, it's not fitting Ricardo. It's not fitting Ricardo right. So, so you add that to the purposing. It's tough for us. That's a tough thing. We'll yeah. touch on it later, but uh, this race also allowed Alpine to jump them from yep. fourth to fi- from fifth to fourth. So, McLaren falling back. They're at eighty nine points. Alpine at ninety three. Yeah, I mean, and and it seems like Alpine is faster than them overall. Yeah, Alpine's pretty freaking fast. Yeah, so I mean, challenging marks as far as I see it. So definitely defending. uh, As along with uh, Mr. Ricardo, some talk surrounding Sebastian, the mayor Vettel. (laughs) Mayor. (laughs) When talking about uh, his. Future with Aston Martin, his contract is up at the end of this year. When talking about the future with Aston Martin, he says, we are talking. We have a very, very good relationship, and it is not that we have to set each other deadlines. Obviously, at one point, if we drag that too long, we will also be running into trouble, and he's aware of that. Meaning, oh no, I'm sorry. I said that wrong. Mike Crack talking about Vettel. Mike Mike Crack. No Crack. It's a lot of noise, Mike Crack. But there are very trustworthy discussions that we are having from that point of view. It's all good. He's going to be there, right? Yeah. Why wouldn't he? I think they need him. He's... The mayor. They need to get rid of Stroll. They need to develop that car. There's no there's nobody better to develop a car than a four-time world champion and Sebastian Vettel. Yep. And we have talked about it on this podcast before. How he wears many hats. He's Expect a set. pretty good engineer, <laughs> a pretty good strategist. Uh, he puts on his inspector gadget hat and goes on the, around the cars and see what the other 
teams are doing, and I'm pretty sure he takes that feedback back to the team. Not only has he done it at Aston Martin, he's done it at, at Ferrari, he did it at Red Bull. It would be dumb for them not to keep Sebastian Vettel, considering also that he consistently beats his teammates. There's so. nobody that they could even bring in. Yeah, Everybody else is assigned to other teams, and Aston Martin's kind of... Granted, they would fall into the Mercedes driver. They could bring Hulkenberg. Can you stop? So you are. <laughs> He's wetting the straw. What is your? What is I, your I guess you're right. With, but we're talking about Vettel. Yeah. What is your obsession with uh, Nico Hulkenberg? He's better than straw. No, well, he definitely is. Start, gentlemen. A short view back to the past. Okay. Very yeah. abruptly. The uh, we're jumping into the race <laughs> review. <laughs> the French Grand Prix definitely happened this weekend. Definitely a great segue. I don't know if you uh, you know, if you actually watched it live like us, or if you were asleep like Yancy. I you watched know. the race live. Thoughts on the race, boys? Just not with you. Thoughts on the? Oh, that's why I'm hurt. That's why I'm hurt, Yancy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thoughts on the race. Um, I thought it was a pretty overall, good race. Or the race weekend, I'll say overall. Uh, I got up to watch the race, uh, and uh, thank you, thank you very much, thank you, thank you. It was very hard, but I did it. Um, I fell asleep after Leclerc crashed. <clears throat> You missed on a, a pretty good race. Uh, no, but it was a decent race. It was a better out of the what the three French Grand Prix, the three or four French Grand Prix, Grand Prix that we've had in recent times. It was the best out of the bunch. This goes to show you how this race is not really that fun. If it goes off the calendar, it would be fine with me. Um, but yeah, it just takeaways from the race. The Mercs are still hanging around. Hmm. Hmm. Ferrari's still doing Ferrari things. And Red Bull is just putting a stamp on their championship very, for this very, year. It's kind of <laughs> weird. It's almost like quietly they're doing it. Yeah. I mean, because Ferrari's making all the noise. What did you think, man? What did you think of this race weekend? I thought it was a pretty good race. You know, I was, I was awake for the whole time. I know. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't yeah there there was some what you say stale points on it but to you know it's still parts parts of the race but it was still it, it still had you you know to watch it because like the minute you would try to uh, look away from the screen to like you know because the, the race is going a little slow or whatever something will happen on the race yeah so you know that's pretty much what, what keeps you coming back to see it it was a pretty good race yeah, granted, it was a French Grand Prix, but with the reputation the French Grand Prix has, it was still a pretty good race. At the beginning, it was some action that was pretty good. Couldn't be any worse, right? For you? No, no it definitely could be. It could have been worse. Yeah, if I would have been DNF both cars, yeah. Gansu would have been throwing himself for the balcony. They almost did. They almost did, yeah. All right, so just kind of getting into it, qualifying. How, how shocking. So... All of us, I listened to the predictions again this morning. All of us said that Ferrari wasn't going to have it. Red Bull was going to run away with it. I said that they, Ferrari was going to be in line for fifth and sixth behind the Mercedeses. I mean, it ended up 
ended up kind of being. Yep. Right, but like obviously not on merit. How surprised were we by Ferrari's pace? Let's start there. How surprised were we by Ferrari's pace? I was surprised. Um, this would be a track that I mentioned this last week. This would be a track that seemed to favor Red Bull considering their straight line speed. However, and that still holds true. Yes. Don't get me wrong. That still holds true. I mean, they were way quicker on the straights than the Ferraris, talking about Red Bull. Mm -hmm. However, the Ferraris are really quick through the corners. So quick to the point where they can stay ahead of Red Bull during a lap. Yep. So, which means that their speed through the corners basically negates their straight line speed. Like, they have to be so much quicker than the Ferraris through the corners in order for them to have an easy overtake on a Ferrari. Again, talking about the Red Bulls. Mm -hmm. That gives me a little bit of hope that Ferrari will still take the fight to Red Bull throughout the season because now we can see that they're good at various types of track. I think that Ferrari is better uh, like a, a better overall package than the Red Bull. Yes. However, they have to finish. Ferrari has already dug themselves such a huge hole that it would be hard for them to dig themselves out of it at at season's end because Red Bull and especially Max Verstappen is so consistent and they don't make mistakes. So yeah, watching. The, the race especially obviously qualifying you know obviously big ups to Charles he, he took Paul that was cool hmm. now he only needs 9 out of 10 exactly <laughs> we're on it baby we're on it but um watching the race you will see that Max will get super close even at the beginning of the turn he'll be super close oh, we're talking about qualifying so yeah qualifying but like I took Paul that was okay. super fine whatever say what you <laughs> sorry to interrupt you <laughs> no no because even when you watch the race at the beginning of the turn that's where Max would actually really close the gap but the Ferrari is so quick through those corners to the man. corners and the speed they were carrying the way they were carrying the speed to the corners that they were even gained some of that gap back before the ending of the turn we saw this in 2019 with Mercedes <laughs> right Mercedes being the Ferrari to Ferrari's Red Bull where Ferrari just had that straight line speed and Mercedes was just keeping them at bay just with their speed through the corners, which is something that opposite what you normally see. I think a more comparable year would be 2017 with, um, at that point, the Mercs was, were so quick on the straights with their engine power. No, nobody would even had even come close at that point to even matching the Mercedes engine. However, Ferrari, through the first half of the season with Sebastian Vettel, was able to take the fight to Mercedes because they were so much quicker in the corner. And that car, much like this year's car, suited more tracks because it wasn't a one-trick pony. It, it was fast enough on the straights, but it was fairly quicker through the corners. Was that the year of the Germany crash, Seventeen. No. No, that was 2018. 17 was the Singapore double crash. Gotcha. Yeah. 19 was the Germany crash. Anything else, guys? Yeah, I, I actually have another one. <laughs> so you said that, you know, that in mm -hmm. 17, that the, the car just suited the tracks that were on the calendar. I would argue with mm -hmm. you that the Ferrari of this year suits the tracks that are on this calendar, but you make mistakes in the likes of... <clears throat> 
Emilia Romagna, uh, what, what was that? Imola, mm-hmm. Miami, Spain, Monaco. Azerbaijan, they had the engine issue, but whatever. I'm not going to count that. Mm-hmm. Uh, even Great Britain and Canada, just making so many mistakes in races that you could win or score higher points. Look, uh, and we've talked about these before. For Charles Leclerc, I'm going to read the last couple of races. Retirement starting in Spain, Monaco, fourth. Retirement in Azerbaijan, fifth in Canada, Great Britain, fourth. One in Austria, retired here in France. He's still second place in the Drivers' Championship. So it's like, it, it the, the pace is surprising, but maybe that's where the pace has just been all year and we've kind of just been robbed because something just goes wrong. It's... It's a, it's a, it's, it's so frustrating. Ferrari, not only are they making, not only are the drivers making mistakes, because you've seen that with Carlos Sainz and Charles Leclerc. The team is making mistakes with the strategy. And on top of that, the reliability is really, really bad for Ferrari. At this point, when you, we know in those three areas, if you want to win a championship, you must be on point with very little mistakes. We've seen that, how flawless Mercedes has been the past few years, well, past eight years. We've seen that the only team that was able to beat them in one championship has been Red Bull and how flawless they were last season. Um, And we're seeing how flawless Red Bull has been this season, including their drivers, or including Max Verstappen. I I disagree. They're not flawless. Yeah. Um, However, if you look at what Mercedes is doing this year, yes, their car is not that fast, but... Their drivers aren't making mistakes and getting the most out of those cars as far as points every weekend. And the most important thing is they're reliable. So so if this trajectory keeps going forward, what's going to happen? Yeah, so Ferrari's pace in qualifying. Yeah, it was really fast, guys. Charles <laughs> uh, Leclerc, Charles Leclerc, pole position. Uh, my prediction still lives. Of sixteen poles, he needs to win nine out of the next ten, which are the last ten. Um, we just totally script qualifying, man. Yeah, you guys started talking about other stuff. But okay, so okay. was was what? Uh, it's all right. No, no, just it's a question. Like, it's okay. They just, <laughs> no, Only I'm hurt, but. Besides Charles Leclerc getting pulled, again. what was exciting about <laughs> qualifying to you? What was exciting? So I'll give you, I'll give you, so Charles Leclerc getting pulled, yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you know the next fastest time to Charles Leclerc's pole time was Carlos Sainz Q2 time? He didn't even come out for Q3. And I think that he probably would have beat uh, Charles uh, in this in this week. Well, hmm. the obviously uh, uh, Yancy was there. It was a new engine. No, no, no. no, it, no wasn't, it, it wasn't a new engine. The reason, I mean, as far as qualifying pace, I think Fry had it in the back. Um. However, 
the reason why that gap was so big, should have been smaller, was because science was giving Charlotte Claire a toe throughout the track. Yeah. Because they already knew that so he, he was starting in the back. He was going to start at the back. But that, that further to my point, he was given a toe and he was still, I think it was two tenths. Mm-hmm. He was two tenths off of that Charlotte Claire time in Q2. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So to me, that's like really you damn impressive from Carlos Sainz. He is the smoothest. He is, he is definitely sticking around. He's not going to just fall back. He's done better the last couple of races. Yes. Granted, the, the engine blew up last race, yeah, so yeah. you can't really blame him on no, that. He's, he had a great weekend this weekend. and uh, Despite? Well, yeah, despite. But he also had a good weekend last weekend. I think you're seeing his consistency. Well, his engine blew last weekend. You know, I, That's, I just said that. No, no, he said he also had a pretty good weekend last weekend. But he, he, they were on for a Ferrari 1-2. One, one, two, yeah, yeah. yeah. Before yep. his engine blew. Yep. He was about to overtake, Thank you for the Max Verstappen. Overtake on track. And then his engine blew. Thank so you for the turn. I want to jump into the race, right? So, I want to lead off, before we get into the whole Ferrari thing again, I want to lead off with, we saw that, we saw that the Red Bulls could not keep up with the Ferraris last week, or two weeks ago, whatever it was, last week, two weeks ago. Yeah, two weeks ago. Sorry. <laughs> then we see it we see it again this week in which dude the amount of it, that made the race so exciting at the start. The amount of pressure that Max put on Charlotte Claire lap after lap after lap. Charlie not making any mistakes. Max just like the great white behind him chasing him down. You could hear the Jaws music. Da-da. Have we turned a corner? The fastest car is now very clearly the Ferrari car, yeah? Very clearly. Yeah. Not just on Saturdays, but also on Sundays. Yeah. I think that they they knew exactly what they had to fix, which is a good thing. At least they know what they had to fix, and they fixed it. You have no faith, dude. <laughs> How can I have faith? <laughs> Wait. <laughs> How? <sighs> We were on for a Ferrari 1-2. Twice in a row. Twice in a row. And only one car finished. Hmm. We were on for a race win on a track that was supposed to suit the Red Bull. And the leader crashed out, which was Leclerc, (laughs) who has been driving at a high level. How can I? Before then, can we talk about Max and Leclerc battle? How? How can I have faith? Ruben, what did you think of that battle? It was beautiful to see. Do you think that we'll be seeing more of that going forward? Definitely, yes. Because Max Max is not going to let it go. And Max has a a fast car, and it's more... You know what it is? Ferrari has a little chip that Yancey keeps hurting Yancey, and is that they have an issue. Bro, in, in Austria... When I was watching in Dominican Republic, I was saying, okay, so what is Ferrari going to do? Brag. <laughs> <laughs> so I was just waiting for Ferrari to mess up. Obviously, granted, you know, science engine blew, but I was just waiting for Ferrari to mess up. What are they going to do to mess up? They did mess up. Yeah, the engine blew, but Leclerc still won. Okay. And then science won the week No, before. meaning you, you, they have that issue where you're watching the race, they're performing, they're doing well. Okay, but what are they going to do this weekend? 
what's going to happen this weekend. Something's going to happen to them because they're going to mess up somehow. And they almost lost last race because the, the throttle didn't stop throttling. That was towards the end of the race. <laughs> they got lucky. <laughs> but you understand what I'm saying? Like, but exactly what I'm trying to say. You always, you're watching the race and you're waiting for the Ferrari F up to happen. So you're saying that that's going to continue going forward? Yeah, yeah. They definitely have a major issues. Yeah. Which we thought wherever was going to have it, you know, because of the, yeah. the way they started. Yeah. So they could easily be turning around as well if they just get, get in shape. I'm flipped now because I think that Red Bull shot their load early in the year with the upgrades. And I think that now some of the weaknesses of the car are starting to reveal themselves. And now they have to kind of rein it in and try and save for the end of the year in case things start to get closer. But Ferrari keeps taking the pressure off of them. And then, obviously, my team is coming up, which, is, which is constantly... You're scored. part owner? Yeah, exactly. In my dream. I mean, <laughs> I bought so many hats already to the team, I got to be part owner or something. So. <laughs> part owner of hats, yeah. Exactly. So, they keep scoring points. They keep sneaking in to get podiums. Yeah. Consistently. Yeah. And I still believe they will... They will pass... Um, They will pass Ferrari in the construction. <sighs> That was me. <laughs> Go ahead, Jens. It's almost like they played themselves. Um, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you what. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know why I, 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 it's a big sigh from me? Because I see that happening too. Thank you. I don't. I think that they're going to get it together. Ferrari? Yeah. Dude, it it can only you can only be so bad and so unlucky for so long, and then eventually it's gonna have to f- snap into place, or heads have to continue to roll. Can they fix a pedal in a month and a half? Ma- <laughs> <laughs> Max has a sixty-three point lead in the drivers. We've seen worse. Leclerc had like a fifty-point. Yes, yeah, so we've seen. That's what I'm saying. We've seen like just as bad. Um, Jesus, it's a there's 10 80, races left, left. 82 point lead for Red Bull in the that's that one's gonna be tough, yeah. In the in the constructors' championship, that one's gonna be tough, anyway. We're gonna talk about standings <sighs> later. It's, uh, man, my beautiful outline, you guys are just shitting on. <laughs> So, all right, so the Ferraris um, and Leclerc's accident, lap 17. What the hell happened? He said he lost the rear. I'm still, I'm sticking to what I, I saw happen. What was your What theory? was your thought? That it was, he had a throttle issue. A throttle issue? Yes. Can you expand on that? or is No, it, meaning, obviously, the last guy that, we, that I saw, <laughs> that I saw, is <laughs> spinning like that. <laughs> Was Grosjean? <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> so, if you see the way he spun, yeah, the power was still on. Normally, when these guys spin, they're not on the power. Obviously, remember that time when I think it was at the beginning of our race that Grosjean spun and he just freaking floored and did like a freaking total donut with still cars passing by. That was so, super unsafe. So, because of the radio, and the, you know, because of the radio, I guess the way that he was communicating with the radio, talking about the throttle, having throttle issues in the last race, spinning. I don't know. It, it, he was on power when he spun, so that's why I say it was a trial issue. He, granted, he did, he did, you know, cover it up, saying no, it was his fault, whatever. But they have issues there. It, uh, what? They, and that they have issues in the car. The Who car has issues. Up saying what? Huh? 
Who covered it up saying Leclerc what? then in the, during the interviews, he they were saying that he was it was nothing related towards the car. Yeah, towards it the car that it was his own fault, yeah. And I think he took him for the team saying that. Yeah, he see. turned off at eight eleven. That's where he went off. I mean, yeah, turn eleven. That is a big looping right hander, which means that even if you go off, you still kind of gotta be on the throttle. So maybe that's what you saw. Um, it's an interesting theory, but I will take Leclerc's word for it is that he made a mistake. He owned up to it. Uh, he seemed very truthful about it. And we'll just take it as it is. It's still a huge mistake. He said it himself. In order for you to win a championship, you have to drive to a level so high that you cannot make mistakes like this and just give away points. And that what he's done that a few times already this year. Coupled with the fact that the team is let him down with reliability and strategy, they are throwing this championship away for Leclerc and the entire team. At the end of the day, it does not matter what happened. The bottom line is that this is Ferrari shooting themselves in the foot again. It is a mistake. Congratulations. You played yourself. That is self-inflicted as have been all the mistakes that they have done this entire year. Mm. So it doesn't matter what the reasons are. doesn't matter what happened. The bottom line is that you are taking yourself out of the championship fight. Mm -hmm. And that is what hurts us to Fosse. <laughs> us to Fosse. He even said that with his eyes closed. Oh, gotta, okay. Oh, you gotta go. That. It's it's painful. So I want to give you a little more pain. Go so ahead. despite despite the engine penalty, Carlos Sainz killing it, charging up the field, killing it, putting in lap after lap, fastest lap after fastest lap, being the absolute fastest man on the field, right? Or on the track. Unsafe release, five second penalty. Like, how does that happen? Stop come and on, go too. come on. What? Well, it wasn't a stop and it go because he had to pit. Gotcha. He said it himself. Also, it, no, 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 that's another one. Why general. are you saying stop and go penalty when it's not? I'm not you. I'm talking about the team. Why is the team saying stop and go penalty when it's not a stop and go penalty? Like, get your head in the game, man. We're in Formula One. This is the apex of all motorsports. What are you doing, bro? You are the most successful team in Formula One history. What are you doing, bro? Get your head in the game. He's going to lose it. He's turning red. I'm turning the color of what Ferrari is right now, and that is not healthy. I think that what hurt me the most was seeing him charge up the field, knowing he has a five-second penalty, knowing he's on mediums. He's going to have to pit again. They left him out there to fight Perez, lose time fighting Perez after he passes him, then to pit. Granted, they explained after, or Carlos explained after the race that they had told him to pit when he was engaged. The lap that he was already attempting the move 
to pass Perez. And then he came in the lap after. But still, it was too late. You still, he still needed to make up that gap. And he probably would have to get onto the podium. But he had that five-second penalty. And then he just pitted way too freaking late. I, I just don't I, don't, I don't get what they were doing, what they were thinking in this situation. Well, uh, if you're talking about pitting late, uh, the explanation was this. And I, I'm pretty sure, and this is, I think this one's legit. Um... And then, you know, before that, let's point out another stupid moment from Ferrari where they were telling him to pit while he was overtaking Perez. He should have pitted way before. Yeah. Yeah, not like not to go so deep into that fight and just yeah. pit. Yeah. To try to but, make up some time. However, the reason why they told him to pit right afterwards was because that tire was going to go off. That and All the tires were going off. That medium tire obviously was the best race tire. But if he would have went further, probably wouldn't have made it to the end. So they just salvaged that uh, position up until that point. He was able to make a few overtakes right after he pitted, which was great. Got up to fifth place, I believe. Um, however, that's probably as high as he was going to go anyways, even if they had pit him, pitted him earlier. So, you know what? Whatever, man. I, I, a round of applause for Carlos Sainz because honestly... Um, he really did impress me this weekend. Um, he was extremely quick in qualifying, really did have a chance to beat Leclerc. And the way he drove, starting at the back of the grid, overtaking so many cars, especially when he said that he didn't have a really good first stint on that on those cards. Um, but once he put those mediums on, he it was game on for him, was hunting everyone down, pulled off the overtakes, which we've seen many drivers can't do. It looked almost Hamilton-esque, to be honest with you. Um, extremely great drive for Carlos Sainz and um, shows his championship medal. It's definitely, definitely you got to give it up to him because at the beginning – he did not have a great start, as far as his first thing when he when he said it. Because remember when when the race first started, Kevin Magnussen made up a ton of places, and Carlos Sainz was still 18. Fernando Alonso made up. Granted, they were a different position. Mm-hmm. So and then for him to switch to the mediums and become come alive, mm-hmm. so you could see that even if you have a you know a rough start to the to the race, right, you still could make it up. I also think there's a big difference between what they did. Um, I think Alonso and Magnussen, it was right at the beginning of the race start. The cars are mm-hmm. much closer together. Not not to take anything away from them, but it's a different story when you're making up that many places, especially after the Grand Prix. And it's going on it's so developed, long. Yeah, yeah developed. So. Also, Carlos Sainz started on hard, and Alonso and Magnussen started on medium. There you go. That's what it was. So overall disappointing. But it was the story of the race. And that's why Red Bull has been so quiet and taking over as many points as they have. We saw uh, Max finish first, double podium for Mercedes, which we'll get to. Sergio Perez fourth, picking up a total of 37 points in the championship versus uh, the Ferrari 12. So it's just continuing to distance themselves. And also, Mercedes now 33 points to the Ferrari 12. So we want to make sure 
to mention them. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm good. Okay. okay. <laughs> Yancy just wanted me to check his charger. <laughs> anyway, so Mercedes double podium. There you go. Yes, Yancy. They're on the march. Of course. The car is getting better. From what I can see, the car is getting better. They're able, they're not able to fully hang with them or with the top two teams. They're not going to hang with Ferrari. They're able to hang. You saw, you saw uh, George Russell overtake Sergio Perez, which I still don't really know what happened there. Did, did like Perez fall asleep or something? They're saying that what Red Bull is saying was that the the signal from the FIA was slow to get to Paris. Oh, uh, the VSC? To, yeah. to get off. To, to, to get, get off his... To get to his steering wheel. So he didn't know the race was actually starting. Oh. And that's mm. why Russell was able to, to overtake him. What I, what I think happened was... Remember, the, they say it's ending. But it took a while for it to actually officially end. And I think it was supposed to end at a certain turn for Paris. Mm -hmm. So he sped up. Because he did not end as, as in that turn that he wanted. They, they, I guess they advised him or whatever. He had to slow down so much because he was over the the delta, and that's what George Russell. Because he, George Russell was under the delta, was able to speed up. As soon as he ended, he just flew right by him. Makes sense. But it, but it, then uh, I think they did say something to the effect that it so was because Paris a safety was, car ends at the line. The VSC can end anywhere because it's at the at the computer. Uh, but so. Mercedes just keeps plugging away. We've seen Lewis Hamilton's confidence kind of really come back. He seems to be enjoying this season, even though he's lying on the floor after the race, falling asleep. <laughs> All he needed was a car that wasn't what jumping anymore. <laughs> I don't know if it's just dramatics or what, but like, yo, come on. And the car is really not jumping. Like, obviously the way it was, because you will hear it. I So... It's a it's a race track. It's not a street track. So I and you, find yeah, it. You keep saying that. I find it a little I'm hard to really kind of. We'll see in Singapore because well, the McLaren's still jumping. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, uh, Hamilton is being Lewis Hamilton. He's beating his teammate consistently now. Yeah, um, he's he beat has, him in the last four races. He's yep. beaten him, and I think it was what four straight podiums. Four straight podiums for Lewis Hamilton. Points, points, points. points. Yeah, third, 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 third second, third, third, second. Um, and Russell fourth, and, retired fourth, third. But well, again, and I was what exactly what I was about to say next. Not to say that George Russell is driving bad. George Russell is. Yes. Remember, it's his first year at Mercedes, and he is driving this year phenomenal. He has not gotten below a fifth, aside from that retirement in Great Britain. Still. So, uh, good team. Good drivers. Adapted well. Reliable car. Better. And they're executing, dude. And you let them stick around, and they will bite you. <laughs> like Jaws. George Russell, 143, Lewis Hamilton, 127. That gap was so wide. That couple, retirement couple helped, but, like, great job, Lewis Hamilton, on getting your head in the game. Lewis and Hamilton's Lewis Hamilton, man. Don't, don't ever doubt that. Don't ever forget who that man is, bro. <laughs> He's a bad, bad man. No. Um, so, guys, anything else to mention with this race? I do want to say, right, so we had... The top three teams. Now, it's going back to how it was a couple of years ago. We had the top three teams. Alpine looks great. We talked about it a little at the start at the, uh, earlier in this uh, recording, but Alpine looks great. 
Alonso is constantly fighting the top drivers. Like and he just form. gets his weight up there, and like granted, the car's just not holding up, so mm-hmm. it's just whatever. But the Alpine car looks great. The sixth and an eighth for them. They jump McLaren, like we talked about earlier. How um, is this the plan? El plan. How good is Fernando Alonso? Where the team... Let's not forget the start that he had as well. Well, he had a a great start. So the season, I I mean. I think the the moment of this... You mean terrible. (laughs) The moment of this race for me was where his team is radioing to him that the McLarens are closing in on him. And he is so confident in his ability to defend. (laughs) To say... Let them get close. It'll burn their tires quicker. <laughs> you got it, man. Yo, what I like the with balls him, that you must have. You know what I think about as with a him? racing driver. That is epic. Bro. So Hector did coin the term Snoopy for Danny Ricardo, but like when I think of when I think of Fernando Alonso in a comment like that, I think of like Snoopy in like the Red Baron wearing his like scarf flying out and the, and the goggles. <laughs> and he's just chilling and just, oh man, like he's just kind of doing his thing. He's the, the Red Baron over there. I, I, I've said this before and I'll say it again. You put that man in a championship winning car and let him sniff a championship and he will take it. Ugh. He is that good. Also to point out that even though Ocon had a five second penalty because of the crash mm-hmm. of helping Sonora again overheat his brain. <laughs> well, so it that that also probably would have he probably would have been super close as well to, instead of being, you know, obviously I think Yeah. So that that helped that could have helped him then in the standings as well, because more than likely Ocon probably would have been right behind Alonso. Th- then the other thing I wanted to mention See you next year, Alfa Romeo. Kinda done, right? Yeah, they've fallen off completely. Bro, Bottas wasn't even naming this whole this whole week. I don't even think they mentioned his name once this nope. whole week. Nope. <laughs> Dude, I <laughs> He he looked like he looked like a Finnish samurai after the race. He had like all these ice packs and stuff on him. <laughs> I think it was like a like a samurai. He had like an entire vest full of ice packs. He like a samurai. You know that's what samurais wear. Like, yeah. yeah, like okay. Yeah. A Finnish samurai. Gotcha. We don't ice because he's Iceman. Iceman. No, that's uh, Kimmy. But uh, but yeah, I mean, uh, it, it looks like uh, Alpha Tori. It's gonna be a fight between Alpha Tori and Alpha Romeo. So let's talk standings for a little bit. Uh, as mentioned earlier, Max Verstappen two thirty three, Charlotte Claire one seventy. It's looking kind of ugly, but it's not that far away. I fully envision. Well, we'll talk about this in a few, but I fully envision. Ferrari dominating in Hungary. So, obviously, we'll see how that plays out going there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, beyond that, right. Sergio Perez, 163. So, he's seven points behind Charles Leclerc currently. Uh, behind him, 144, Carlos Sainz. And one point down, George Russell <laughs> at 143. Creeping in, creeping Carlos in. Carlos Sainz is 144. All he needs is a little window in. Then it's Lewis Hamilton, Lando Norris, a long way down from Lewis Hamilton, 57 points down. Esteban Ocon, 56. Valtteri Bottas, who we just mentioned, at 46. And Fernando Alonso at 37. Only a matter of time before Fernando Alonso overtakes Valtteri Bottas. Yeah, that, yep. the Alfa Romeo car is horrible, and the Alpine is surging right now. So, 
Red Bull Racing, 396. Ferrari, 314. Ouch, ouch, ouch. That is 82 points. Mercedes at 270. Creeping on up another 22 points plus. Or was it 22? Yeah, something like that. 34 point difference between those two teams. That is not a lot. <sighs> From 270, Alpine down to down at 93. They've managed to overtake McLaren, who's at 89. Alfa Romeo, 51. Haas, 34. Damn, that's not bad, dude. Haas, 34. Alfa Tari, 27. Very disappointing. And then S.N. Martin at 19 and Williams at 3. Do we see Haas overtaking Alfa Romeo? Yes, absolutely. absolutely. That's coming. Absolutely. Yeah. Dude, they haven't even upgraded yet. The, uh, well, they're getting the upgrade next one. I, Magnuson is the only one getting the upgrade at the Hungaro ring. We'll see how that works out. Um, Shall we show pray for them? Dude, Magnuson's a And Alfa Romero is like moving. That's what I'm saying. Backwards. Though. Backwards is going to be a backwards. fight between Alfa Romero and Alfa Tori, even though Alfa Tori is. That's, oh, that's, that's my disappointment of the year. Really bad. Big time. Big time. Overheating. Overheating. Uh, <laughs> Overheating brain. Yeah. So with that said, Let's move on to the Hungary preview, starting off with trivia. Da, 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 da. Damn, try to do it at the same time. <laughs> Here we go. Uh, I'm gonna go, let's go for an easy one. Uh, names the French driver to has his to have his first race win in this track last year. Uh, Ocon. Da, 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 da. Uh, Stephen, it was I was the answer was Stephen Stephen Alcon, making him the first French driver to win for a French team with a French engine since Alan Prost did it in 1983 in Austria. Also, it was the first win for Alpine. Can you name the driver that hit second place and later got disqualified? Uh, Vettel. You got it too. Damn, I gotta rewatch this race. I forgot all about it. He better was uh, actually he got disqualified not having enough fuel. Yes. Let's they, go for They said there was enough fuel, but they couldn't pump it out. So that's Can what I told my girlfriend, right? <laughs> so let's go now into a little more into <laughs> Wow. Oh wow. Just when I'm just just when I'm serious. <laughs> Can you name the rebel driver to score his first podium in twenty fifteen at the Hungarian ring, making him the fifth? Youngest driver to score a podium. Daniel Ricciardo. 2015. Oh. 2015? Mm-hmm. Red Bull. Generic Vern? <laughs> Does that include the whole camp? Or just... Daniel Kofia. Oh, Jesus. Wow. He was second. We just forgot about all the Russians. <laughs> didn't we? Right? Yeah. I, I mean, don't ask me. I don't know. <laughs> uh, in 2009, Felipe Massa suffered an injury when he was hit by a suspension part, hitting in the helmet, obviously causing problems in his eye. Can you name the driver of the car where the part came from? Pastor? What year was that? 2009. Take your guess. Uh, 2009. Uh, say uh, Kimi Raikkonen. Rubens Barrichello. Oh, your namesake. I should have <laughs> known. 
<laughs> Do you guys know that Ruben is named after Ruben's Barracut now? No, 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 my dad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and your dad is named after <laughs> Ruben's Barracut. Yeah, they were though he's younger. <laughs> they didn't like the ass, so they just took it off. Gotcha. Okay. <laughs> That's what it was. That's all I got for trivia. We know that you don't, Ruben. <laughs> That's all I got for trivia. All right, it's too hot for me to talk history, but predictions. I think that one, two in qualifying and the race is Ferrari. We have to mention a couple of things about uh, history, okay? Yeah, Even yeah. if it's too hot. Uh, we have to remember this track is always either during qualifying or at the beginning of the race. It's always rain or damp. And let's not forget a highlight last year where there was a red flag because of Terry Bottas accident at the beginning of the mm. race where all the cars pitted. Except for Lewis Hamilton. Except for Lewis Hamilton. Oh, wow. That was such yes. a crazy... Yo, I got to go back and watch that race. He was that was the so that one, he was, the highlight was because... I mean, the dude, only man. one that didn't start from the pit lane was him. On the on, on the restart? Yes. Remember? So that was the thing that, that I, I got that from watching the highlights on YouTube because I was like, okay, what happened in this race? And then I was like, then the Ocon thing happened. Like, oh, crap, look at Ocon. And blah, blah, blah. So predictions? I think Charlie gets it and reduces it down that to, he has to win eight out of nine for me. So you think he got pulled? Oh, yeah. Play. I think he's going to pull and he's going to win. Ooh. I would say, I would go with him in pull, Max, Sainz. Finish, it'll be Max, Sainz, Leclerc. If wow. he gets to finish. That's weird. Okay. Just flipping around, just because of the timing from this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, Leclerc gets Paul. Yes. Max we have to bring the, 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 the energy good, the to good juju. Yes, the good juju. Max second. Um, Science third. Perez is falling off. Big time. He was definitely sleeping this weekend. On. Yeah, he's falling big, off. Big and, time. And he's off the pace uh, in qualifying. He also did not have a good start this weekend. Big time. Because uh, Hamilton overtook him right away. Big I'm going to say uh, Hamilton fourth. Wow. In the race. Max signs. Perez, Leclerc doesn't finish. Wow. Damn. Ba, 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 ba. Jeez. Uh, okay. Wow. Add you up to start F1 on Twitter and Instagram. I will also say George Russell will be also top five this weekend. Well, yeah, he has not <laughs> ever missed the top five, Ruben. <laughs> Thank you for that. <laughs> Add you up to start F1. Prediction. Yep. <laughs> Instagram and Twitter. Make sure to leave us a review. That's, the, that's how we are found. Thank you, guys. It's race week. We love it. Anything else, boys? I hope Jansi wakes up. This week. Yes. Give me a reason to. The race. Hungarian. Hungarian. It's the last well, one before the summer see, break. Ferrari mess up again? It's the yeah. last one before the summer break. Okay. And let's see if Alonso holds the door this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And it's race week. Yeah. Let's do it, boys. Peace. Peace.